Yeah, Kramer had bulked up, big time. And he was just dying for Pitney to try anything like that again. But he wasn't going down any mine shaft with him all the same. He didn't trust the man. And besides, without Kramer looking after her, his mother would not survive. This was the only certainty he allowed himself. Men friends would come and go. There had been others before Waylon. But Kramer was steady as a rock. Without Kramer, his mother would probably forget to eat. For sure she'd forget to sleep. She'd just paint all the time until her paints ran out. The thing was to keep her in paint and canvas. Keep the dream alive. Keep the creativity packed with herself that she had signed and hung on the wall of her studio. It was something from the book The Artist's Path. I am a creator. I am recovering my inner genius. The recovery seemed to be taking a long, long time. A breeze dimpled the water on Butchard's Creek, made the reeds by the bank quiver, bent the grasses on the hill. The canoe rocked gently under Kramer. He paddled into shore. He stared up at the ramshackle cottage on the bluff, its yellow paint peeling, the roof sagging. His mother's studio window faced this way, the best view in the house. Now the window was full of sky and autumn clouds, He could not see her moving about inside. He climbed from his canoe and hoisted her onto shore, lifting her by the thwarts and laying her carefully on the bank, his paddle tucked underneath. He took a deep breath and made his way up the hill on a path he had worn himself through the goldenrod and wild asters and spilling milkweed. The screen door hung open. He found Mavis on the floor of the studio, slouched against a cabinet, her body limp her left arm trailing on the floor, blood flowing from a deep and ragged cut across her palm. Framing a picture, she said. Hand slipped, honest, honest. Beside her on the floor lay wicked shards of glass, the edge of one of them glistening red as his canoe. Kramer cleared the space around her with his foot and gripped her forearm to try to stanch the flow, her face contorted in agony. Where have you been? she whimpered. Where'd you go to? He didn't answer. Found an almost clean rag on the counter amid her paint supplies. She swore at him, called him heartless and a lot more, but he had a feeling the name-calling was meant for someone else. He went quietly about his business, made a bandage, pressing her thumb closed to hold it in place. He found another rag, tore it in two, and made a tourniquet. Can you stand? he asked. He helped her up. She was woozy, unsteady on her feet. He held her tight around the waist and elevated her injured left hand, resting it on his shoulder. She shook her head to get the blonde-as-dead Daisy's hair out of her face. She stared at him and managed a sad-eyed smile. My shining night, she said. He lowered his mother into the passenger seat of the Taurus, praying that the car would start praying Waylon had left some gas in the tank. Mavis slumped against the door, her face pressed against the glass. The driveway was treacherously steep, and the fall rains had eroded a grand canyon down the center of it. Gingerly he pulled out onto the upper valentine, cringing as the front bumper scraped the surface of the road. Mavis started to sob. Kramer put his foot to the floor. There would be no cops, not out here. He'd long since stopped hoping someone else would be around when he needed them.
You hide things, she said after a while, her voice weak and shaky. You hide things on me. Kramer gripped the wheel tightly. You bet I do, he thought, but didn't dare say it. Now you're mad at me, she said. And when he glanced her way, she was leaning back against the headrest, her eyes closed tightly, her cheeks wet with tears. Wasn't supposed to be like this, she said. He wasn't sure which this she was referring to. The doctor in the ER had a round face, hair as short as a man's, and soft brown eyes. Dr. Page, she said, introducing herself when they were curtained off from the main room. She carefully undid the tourniquet, tossing Kramer a quick smile. Is this your handiwork? He nodded. You should think about a career in medicine.